This is a Capricorn FM podcast. The Legal Corner with Imaliam is brought to you by Outsurance. Outsurance, you always get something out. Outsurance is a licensed insurer and FSP. T's and C's apply. All right, joining us yet again for another conversation. I love having these conversations because, listen, I always say you and I get to learn, and I mean that. It's not just you, and I don't think it's not just uh, one or two people, but a lot of us are getting to learn through this particular point. Uh, joining me is Zwanda Nana Rasuela from Vuani. Has a BSc in mining engineering, but has a deep passion for financial literacy and enjoys educating communities about healthy financial management uh, and she is joining us for this conversation. Good morning Zanda, thank you so much for joining me. Good morning Shekani and good morning to your listeners. I'm happy to be back. So last week you and I we discussed savings, we had a great conversation around it and this week we're moving on to investing. Uh, but firstly because we're moving from savings, I just want to find out what the difference is between the two, between saving and investing and do I need both? Yeah, yeah that's really a good question. So saving then is an act of delaying your immediate spending, right? So what you're looking into when you're saving is to accumulate enough money um, until you have enough to buy something that is worth a while in the future. So this is like we mentioned last week, covering your, your emergencies. And for some of those who do not know, this would be like unplanned expenses that may come up, right? So when it comes to savings accounts then, you're looking into interest-bearing accounts. These are accounts that allow you to actually earn interest when you put your money there. Investing, on the other hand, because they is different, is, is when you put your money away for a longer period of time okay. and allow it to grow, right? So when it comes to investing in terms of goals, you're looking into something like your medium to long-term goals. And in terms of years, you're looking to um, three... Uh, and above in terms of years, right? So going back to saving for goals, right? You also need to save for your short-term goals. Okay. The goals that you want to achieve um, for anything less than three years. Maybe you're interested in buying a TV or you're interested in buying a fridge. You should be saving for those goals as well. You might also want to save so that you can cover your emergencies and also maybe to invest in your medium and long-term goals in most future. De- most definitely. So so now let's understand investing on its own. How does it work? So investing is when you um, make your money start working for you. So you use investing to create wealth, right? So you invest in what is called financial tools, and we'll dive deep into that. So there is what is called shares. So when you invest in shares, you buy a portion of the business. So you share in owning that business, you're called a shareholder. So when that business makes money, it also makes money for you. But also when that business loses money, you may also lose some of the money which you have invested. Okay. Um, there is also another tool which is called bonds. So investing in bonds means you're borrowing money to the government or to a state-owned company. And when that money is returned back to you, it's paid back with interest, right? And this is how bonds are able to make money for investors, right? Yeah. And there's another tool called property. Um, So when you buy property, such as a house, so you invest in property maybe by buying a physical property, and then you earn money 
through rental, right? You can also earn money from property by selling it at a higher price than what you have initially bought it for, right? Mm-hmm. That's it has yeah. grown into equity value. Yeah. Okay. So another way of investing in property is putting your money in what is called property funds, right? Okay. Or real estate investment trusts, also known as REITs, right? So um, if you're looking into those kind of funds, financial institutions such as banks can help you to find those investments. So what these, how these funds work is that they invest in different kinds of property investments. These include commercial, this is like an office block, yeah. or industrial, or, 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 or retail, which is shopping complexes, mm-hmm. right? So also in those kind of funds, Money is earned through rental or when that property is earned. So another tool which you can look into in terms of investment is what is called money market accounts. Okay. So money market accounts are bank-based investment accounts. So what they do is that they help you to earn more interest uh, more than that of a normal savings account, okay. right? Yeah. So, so they, they are considered to be on a lower risk um, side, right? Because they invest mainly on banks, okay. right? Yeah. So the, the, the characteristics of this, bank, of this account, sorry, is that the money is accessible to investors immediately okay. and you can get it within a quick period of time. Sure. So, so I mean, you've mentioned quite a few of them. I've I've spotted one or two that I think would work yeah, for me yeah. personally, <laughs> you know. So, but does it mean that I need to know all these different instruments and options? And what if I'm new and I don't know much about investment? So, so to be honest, Shikani, you do need to have some knowledge before investing, yeah. right? So, it is very important to do some research before yeah. you start rushing into signing anything. Yeah, yep. How, however, you can get assisted though during the process of investing by consulting financial advisors or someone at the bank, right? So how you want to approach it is um, identifying what your goals are mm-hmm. and how long you're interested in leaving your money invested. So what those people will do is that they will look for products that are suitable for your goals and the time in which you're interested to leave that money invested, mm. right? So also, another important factor to consider is to check that the financial advisor who's assisting you is actually registered, ah. right, yeah. through yeah. the FSCA, and that would be the Financial Sector Conduct of Authority, right? Again, if you're starting if you're starting to invest, you need to start small and as you gain your confidence you can increase your investments as mm, well. Right? Yeah, yeah. And another thing that you want to look into is if you're starting, you need to consider things like unit trust, these are collective investments. Okay. Where you put your money together with other investors and an experienced um, a professional then select the type of investment you need to invest in for you. This would be your shares, your bonds, your property, and money market, right? Yeah. So you don't have to worry about picking the type of investment with unit trust. Again, a person who's called a fund manager then does that on your behalf. 
Most certainly. So, I mean, there's a word that, you know, every time we speak investment, it sort of comes up. It's called diversifying. So when I invest... Uh, and and we start speaking about diversifying or not putting your eggs in one basket. What does it uh-huh. mean? So this is this is a way of mitigating some risks that are involved with investments. Yeah. So it means you need to consider investing in some some of your money in shares, some of your money in bonds, some of mm. your money in property, and not just in one option. So you can uh, diversify by also buying investments from locally, Yale, South Africa, and also invest in companies that are in other parts of the world, right? Mm. So when we look into unit trust funds, they usually invest in various types um, of investments such as shares, bonds, property, and that can help you to do what we call the diversification, Mm. okay? And also, some unit trusts also invest locally and some globally as well, and they give you that diversification that we're speaking of. Sure. So, 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 I mean, before we even get to answering one or two questions from our listeners, what are some of the tips that you can give our listeners when it comes to investing? So, one of the things that you need to look into before you start investing is to check that you don't have high interest debt, right? Okay. So if, if you do, it's better to actually start by paying off debt before you start investing, right? The high interest debt. Yeah. Another thing that you need to check is that you have enough savings um, that is accessible in case you need like a quick cash or an emergency does happen. Yeah. So you're able to cover for that and not be forced to withdraw from your investment, right? Mm-hmm. Also, another uh, point that I need to highlight is that you do not need to wait to have a lot of money to invest. Mm. So there are some investments that actually allow you to make a monthly contribution so you can take advantage of that. Yeah. But also I want to give a caution, right, because there is investment scams out there. Mm. So be cautious of signs of scams. And some of the signs include... Uh, being asked to find things in a rush, mm. right? Um, or being promised a high return on a short space of time, like in a week, you will get a very high interest rate. Mm. Sometimes they will tell you to invest in things that are not clear in terms of where the money is invested in. Yep. Um, one common commonality when it comes to the scams is also that they will ask you to recruit, to recruit others. <laughs> yeah. So just, 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 you know, just be cautious of that. And um, you have to check that um, companies you want, you want to invest in uh, or the financial advisors that is helping you is registered. Again, I mentioned that you need to check that they're registered by the FSCA. Mm. So that's another thing that can prevent you from getting scammed. So lastly, uh, but not least, investments do involve some sort of risk, right? So it helps that you have a long-term view when you're doing your investments so that it allows you to recover for the period of uncertainties and volatilities that may happen during the time in which you have invested your money. So, again, financial advisors can help you and guide you in some of the factors that are involved in investing, such as inflation and tax. Sure. 
Most certainly. So, I mean, we have a couple of questions, but before we get into the questions, I mean, you're speaking about investment scams just shortly, and I got a message that says me and my mom were victims of an investment scam. Um, and oh, she, says, <laughs> she says, um, they said the amount you put in uh, will be doubled in two weeks. Back in 2010, Yay. my mom invested my whole first year university savings. I was supposed to go to university in 2011. We never got a cent back, so I was forced to take a gap year in 2011 we laughed about it we we laugh about it now how she woke up at 3 a.m and stand in a queue and give away money it's something that they laugh about now but i mean it it must be painful when it just happens back then you're supposed to be going to varsity you've just been scammed it must be sad It, it really must be Sure. Uh, thank you so much for sharing that story, Lerato. You and I probably probably have the same situation going on because I think it's the same thing with me and my mom as well. It, it, it did happen. Don't ask, Zanda. Uh. <laughs> so we we also have a few questions. Maybe we can ha- take a moment to answer them, but they came through via voice notes. Let's take a listen to these questions. Okay. Hi, Suzy. Um, I've taken a partial uh, surrender, ne? But I want my money in, in full at the end of the term. Uh, so how do I build it back up? Like, I need assistance on that one. Sure. I'm not sure if you heard that question. So he took out a partial surrender on his investment. And be, I think maybe it was for a particular purpose. So now when he yes. does get that payout of the investment, he wants it in full because now it's going to be minus with a partial surrender. How does he then build it back up? Yes, yes. So the, these are some of the things that we need to consider when we're doing investing. There are some penalties that are actually involved when we take um that partial surrender yeah, early, right? Yeah. yeah. So, so there is, and I, I like the fact that he's he's cautious that he can um, he can build it up or recover from it. So mm. how he can do, do that is that he can start um, contributing more than he was initially contributing to, ah. to just catch up on yes. on some of the money that might may have been lost yeah. by him um, getting the withdrawal. Sure, most certainly. Um, I think he yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> let's 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 find out what the other question has. Yeah, yeah. Hi. My question is I want to start investing but I don't exactly have a lump sum of money but I want to start. How do I do that? Okay. That's such a good question and I think a lot of people can relate to this because yeah. there is a there is a misconception um, that you need a lot of money to start investing. Mm. And then let's, let's try to de- debunk that. There are some investments that actually allows you to start investing as little as five rand, right? Mm. So you really need to look into um, what is it that you need. Like we said, um, what are you looking into in terms of affordability? Yeah. Like what can you contribute right now? And then you can do monthly contributions. Because when people think about investing, they think they need a lump sum, right? Mm. However, out of your income, you can allocate a certain percentage to say, this is what I will contribute towards a certain type of investment on a monthly basis. And it takes the burden of thinking about lump sum um, from you, yeah. right? So if you do it um, bit by bit. So that's how she can try to navigate starting investing without a lump sum. Sure, doing it bit by bit. Yes.
Ah, man, thank you so much, Zanda. I think uh, this conversation was truly, truly helpful to a lot of people. Uh, and I, I will try my best to also follow, like not dip into those investments for partial surrenders because <laughs> it does truly affect us. And I think that is a learning curve for me as well. Thank you so much for your time, Zanda. Thank you so much, Nikani. See you next week. Sure, man. Uh, keeping you, keeping yourself accountable. This is what these conversations are all about. You have to understand how to work around these different financial issues. Today we spoke investment with uh, Jandanana Raswela, who is from Vuani, and she has a BSc in mining engineering, but is very, very passionate about financial literacy and enjoys educating communities about healthy financial behavior. And I think that is very, very important and commendable of her. So follow the Imaliam Facebook page for more more information and to participate in this week's competition. So what you need to do is tell us what we call professionals who can legally give you financial advice to stand a chance to win 1,000 rands shopping voucher using hashtag Imaliam and hashtag Capricorn FM. Now remember, the campaign competition entries can only be submitted through the Imaliam Facebook, uh, Imaliam My Money Facebook page using the competition rules laid out. It is the Imaliam my money facebook page so what you need to do there is go onto the page follow them and then tell us what we call a professional who can legally give financial advice and stand a chance to win 1000 rands shopping voucher using the hashtag imaliam hashtag capricorn fm i've got it i finally got it hey man zaga man hey it's 2 a.m. Oh, sorry, man, but you're going to love me for waking you up, literally. Now, I know how you can take me, your money, and invest me to make even more money. This better be good, eh? Instead of keeping me under this mattress and earning zero interest while I suffocate, just take me to Fixozo, the Forex guy. Today, I'll go in worth this much. Tomorrow, I'll come out with six more behind me. No manga manga. Is that it? So... When do we find this pizzas? Oh, perfect. Let's go. Oh, no, no. What's your money doing when you're not watching? This week on Imaliam, we discuss investing. What's the difference between investing and saving? Can you also afford to invest? What are the risks that come with investing? Find out on Imaliam, the show that puts you in control of your money. Thursdays between 9 a.m. and 12 p.m. The Legal Corner with Imaliam was brought to you by Outsurance. Outsurance, you always get something out. Outsurance is a licensed insurer and FSP. T's and C's apply. That was a Capricorn FM podcast. For more podcasts, visit capricornfm.co.za.